This is On The Left Side, the funny football show. It's as simple as that. There is nothing about Antonio Conte that tells me or tells anybody else that he wants any part of this job. Hey there, podders. I'm Jim and this is the lighter side of football, taking a look at all the funny stuff from the last few days of the Premier League and beyond. If you enjoyed today's show, then please make sure you have subscribed however you listen to podcasts and you'll never miss an episode. But let's get cracking on today's dose of football funny. It looks like the curse of the Premier League title winner is about to strike again in South London. In 2014, Manuel Pellegrini won the league and was dispatched not that long after. In 2015, it was Chelsea's turn and then a short argument with a doctor later, Jose Mourinho was booted out the door. And 2016 saw Leicester lift the title, but a few short months after, Claudio Ranieri was dilly-ding, dilly-gone. And now, having lifted the Premier League trophy last season, things are looking a little bit dicey for Antonio Conte at Chelsea. A series of poor performances, transfer failings and boardroom bust-ups have left the Italian pulling his hair out at Stamford Bridge. And when I say his hair, you kind of know what I mean. Things seem to have got so bad for Tony, in fact, that rumours are he's even asked the board for a public vote of confidence. And that just goes to show that he still has so much to learn about English football. A vote of confidence is pretty much as good as getting your P45, mate. You're fired. I think you did a bad job as a manager. Pressure is mounting, and that pressure would have only been cranked up by a few degrees with Monday night's dismal showing against Watford. The Hornets' first win over Chelsea for 19 years. Straight after that game, it seemed like the manager was about to crack, deciding to communicate in a series of low-pitched growls rather than give any proper interview. The two controversial moments. um, First of all, the sending off. Did you think it was a sending off? Mm, uh, Two yellow cards in uh, a few minutes. uh, uh, The yellow card... uh, uh, for sure it was uh, 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 yeah it wasn't good uh... but it was a different story once he got into the post-match press conference when he suddenly didn't really seem that bothered at all I'm not worried about my job I'm not worried tomorrow is another day I go I go to sleep uh, uh, with the uh, Without, uh, uh, without the problem that uh, maybe, maybe uh, I can be the, 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 the Chelsea coach or, or not. No. There's something vaguely unnerving when a sinister Italian starts talking about sleeping. You kind of question whether he's referring to sleeping at all. That's a Sicilian message. It means Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. Still, he genuinely doesn't seem that bothered about keeping his job, does he? I guess I'd be a bit more easygoing about getting the sack from my job if I knew I'd be getting a £10 million payoff when I eventually did. In fact, if that was the case, I'd be giving the team talk stark bollock naked and spending the entire match flicking these in the direction of the director's box to make sure I got the sack. Sack off! Gus Hiddink must already be packing his suitcase and looking for his passport. 
Chelsea fans, however, aren't quite so relaxed about the whole thing, with summer signing Tamua Babioko, who was sent off on the half-hour mark, getting the brunt of the abuse. Bakayoko again! I think kids taking their baby steps move with more balance than he does. He's not good enough. I genuinely think he's one of the worst players that we've ever seen in the Premier League in the shirt. I mean, that's a bit harsh. Bit of an overreaction. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that Chelsea signed Steve Sidwell. Just a side note, by the way. Chelsea are currently fourth in the Premier League. And yet Conte still looks like he's in more trouble than Deli Ali's relationship. Baffling. Speaking of Ali, it's been a better week for his teammate Harry Kane than it has for Deli Ali himself. Certainly one that involved a lot less public fellatio. Incidentally, what is the obsession with footballers of having their mates in the room with their camera phones out when they're sharing a moment with a um, fan? Uh. I have never once been involved in an intimate moment with my wife and thought, you know what would really improve this? If Big Dave was in the corner playing with his iPhone. And no, that's not a euphemism. But anyway, Harry Kane has joined the likes of Alan Shearer, Andy Cole and Wayne Rooney on an elite list of players who have netted 100 goals in the Premier League. And he's done so in a pretty impressive 141 games. That achievement meant that Nike presented him with a very special pair of commemorative boots, which the whole squad gathered round and posed with in the dressing room, posting the resulting photo on social media as if it was the most important trophy that Spurs had won in the last 20 years. Which, in fact, it probably is. But that's not all. Harry stood in front of his entire team and thanked them for their efforts in helping him to reach that milestone. I wanted to take the piss out of that, but it's actually pretty bloody heartwarming, isn't it? Annoyingly. It's genuinely quite humble, and credit where it's due. Having scored more goals in 2017 than Lionel Messi, Kane has kept up the pace this season and continues to consistently look like one of the best number nines on the planet right now. Fair play. And with him in the England team, it is going to be even more heartbreaking when the three Lions fuck it up in Russia this summer. That's it for now. Another show done. We'll be back again in a few days, so make sure you're subscribed. And please, if you like what you hear, take five minutes to leave us a review on iTunes or however you listen to podcasts. It really helps other people discover the podcast and helps us continue to make the show for you for free. I will see you on the left side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson for Abrupt Audio. Bye bye. Uh, 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 oh.